Yo, good morning. It's Xavier Grayson with Speak Out Loud. Here I have a, star, a guest star with me. Your name is? Mr. Adamitis. Funny name. Where yeah. did it come from? Where do I come from? Where did the name come from? Oh, boy. Uh, I changed my name to Adamitis in third grade <laughs> when I was adopted by my dad, stepdad, calm dad. Yeah. Uh, so I changed my name because I wanted to be like part of the family and not be the only guy with the other last name. Sounds reasonable. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to touch on a little more funny side here. Sure. So I know you for my whole high school life. I know you've been funny. So I want to know what where, where do you get your comedy, comedy from? Like you always coming up with jokes on the spot. And I want to know where they come from. Like do you think about them all the time or like they're just out there? Um, I appreciate the sentiment, the compliment. I didn't know I was so funny. Funny how? Like, how am I funny, Xavier? <laughs> what makes me so funny, Xavier? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know, man. I just like people. I like talking to people. I like laughing. I think that laughter is the best medicine. People are always talking about, like, how we're different, you know? And that's all yeah. you hear about is, like, you know, you're into this and you're into that. Or you look like this. You look like that. You believe this. You believe that. And one thing that I've found that transcends all races, creeds, colors, beliefs, whatever is laughter. You know, everybody yeah. likes to laugh, man. And if you don't, you can beat it. You know what I mean? Putting an egg in your shoe and beat it. That, that's, that's, that. I honestly say laughter for me is like the one thing that I can go to to get me out of a jam. So with, as I'm being here and having been like all, every day I've been here hasn't been a good day and I always count on you to bring a laugh to brighten up my day. And that was, that was that was the reason why I wanted to do this today because you like one you're one of the top most funniest guys here and you always come up with jokes on the spot. I really appreciate that. That's on account of kissing the Blarney Stone two times. I kissed it twice. You know what the Blarney Stone is? No. We don't I don't know if you have enough time in your podcast. Good. It's an ancient castle in uh Ireland. Okay. And the old you, you gotta climb up to the top of this they can't see me, they can only hear me, right? Uh, yeah. So I guess I can't really act things out. Good. Sorry, fans. But you climb up to the top of this castle and you hang upside down like this. You hold these two bars and a little tiny Irish man holds you by your ankles. And you hang off the side of a cat. You, you kiss it. And, yeah, bro, oh. super gross. And, like, what? millions of people have kissed this. It's called the Blarney Stone. Look at it. And supposedly, allegedly, it gives you the gift of gad. It makes you, I don't know, Funny. talk too much. <laughs> well, that seems like a lot for the gift of gab. I don't know, man. Just climbing is climbing for me is I'm not a not a bad thing. I do climbing all the time. Yeah, yeah. but hanging upside down while a little Irish man hangs on by your ankle. It's a true story. That's <laughs> why twice. You- I went to Ireland twice. I got family out there. We visited family. My mom's 100 percent Irish, so we had like a family with a farm out there. We went and checked it out. Right. Checked out the castle. Gave it a smooch. You know, I talked too much. <laughs> <laughs> that could be one side of the story, but now, since you say you're from Ireland, do you believe in any other myths there? Like, the, um, isn't the, um, the Loch Ness Monster Island? That's Scotland. Oh, um, my, my apologies. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't believe in, no. You don't believe in myths? No, spooky stuff. <laughs> my mom's tapped in with some spookiness, but yeah. not me, man. You know? I know. It seems the stories and alibis seem to be real. Yeah, I mean, like, what do you mean? Like a leprechaun? What are you trying to say? <laughs> Heidi, Heidi, hold her off to me, lucky charms. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. And that's another thing. Your impressions are amazing.
amazing. You're, you're really blowing my head up here, Xavier. Oh. I, I don't know. You're, you're, I've been with you all from freshman all the way to a senior. And you can say I, your impressions are spot on. I, I genuinely appreciate that. Thank you very much. Miss, I just got to, like, I can try to do an impression of Hank Hill, but mm-hmm. it's not the perfect one. Hank Hill is a he's he's a good man. Strickland propane. Yeah, he sells propane and propane accessories. God damn it, Bobby. So, <laughs> so tell me yeah, some man. more about yourself. Back at inside. So what's like the favorite thing you do? Like one of the most favorite hobbies. Favorite hobby. Besides huh? beating me in video games. Um you know, I really like visiting with family, especially when you get older, you move yeah. out of mom's house and all that. It's important to keep in touch with everybody. So I'm big on my circle, my family. I like hanging out with my people. When I'm not, like if I'm solo, which I also really enjoy, is me time. Uh, I, I play a lot of Xbox. It's probably a problem at this point. It's too much. It's too probably much. a problem, but all but right. I sure enjoy that. Uh, I read. I like to read. I'm kind of a nerd, man. I don't know. TV shows. I got my shows. Everybody got their shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, out. it's winter time too, so it's like I. I you know, I'm in hibernation mode. But summer, I'm out there. Uh, Let's get out. Summer there. is is the time to go for adventures, right? And go out, right, right. But spring's coming up. Sunday, the first day of spring. What do you What do you plan on doing for the spring? I'm going. To, I'm going to church for for it's the Lord's Day. Uh, not really. I don't. I don't really. I should go to church, but I don't. Yeah. First day of spring. Uh, uh, what am I going to do? Probably play Xbox. Most likely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then. I, I since knowing you from prior knowledge, you're a traveler, right? I that's actually something I left out there. Is I, right. yeah, I genuinely enjoy. So traveling. besides Ireland, two towns, where other places you've been? Oh man, that's a long list. But I mean, go down to top five. Top five you want to go back to? My favorite place I ever been is New Zealand. New Zealand. Love New Zealand. Love Spain. Love Portugal. I love Mexico. I mean, Canada's beautiful. People don't know, like people. You hear about the Colorado Rockies and all that. The Rocky Mountains stretch from, I mean, south of Colorado. I think they even go into Mexico, but they go all the way north up into Canada. And the Canadian Rockies, man, next level stuff. Very, very pretty, powerful stuff. You look at these things, Brian, and it's like, like it makes you feel this big, like an itty bitty tiny little bitty person. All right, so touching on the Canada part, I always wanted to go. Why? Because go where? Canada. Oh, I always yeah. wanted to go because I love snow. Yeah. Even though it's cold and yeah, I people hate don't it. want I hate it. it. <laughs> I, I love snow. And like, I, it's like the birthplace of hockey, and I just want to go. Do you like hockey? I love hockey. Do you really? Yes. Hockey, hockey is a tough sport, man. I'm yeah, you gotta be gotta be a hard hitter to play hockey. They're bad boys. Yeah. They punch too much. I like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Hockey sport. So, do you play any sports? Yeah, I grew up playing lots of sports. I still play a couple. I'm in a men's basketball league. I'm in a men's volleyball league. I'll play rat hockey, which means like pickup hockey. Right. Uh, but I grew up, I mean, do everything. You play every sport. I play yeah. football, baseball, basketball, volleyball, wrestling, boxing. I think that's it. Anything about skateboarding? I can't. I don't even. Put one in the same room as me, I'll fall. I can't even look at a skateboard. Why not? It's all about balance. You know, it's weird. I know. I, for some reason, things with wheels just throw me off. <laughs> Skateboards, I can't do them. But snowboarding, no problem. Yes. I'm a good, I love snowboarding. I always say snowboarding is like skateboarding without wheels. Well, that, 
it, it is. Yeah, it's exactly you, what it is. Just gotta they took keep wheels off a skateboard and let's go down and spill. That's what they did. And, and if you don't like snowboarding, you just like skateboarding. Just your see, feet no, outside though. though. It's not, see, it's different because falling in a big fluffy snow, it hurts. It hurts still. Right. But falling on asphalt, concrete, <laughs> not my thing, man. You know, falling hitting your head. Yeah, dirt bike is good. When I was young, that was a big thing. We would, you know, you get one online or find it in wherever and you fix it up. I had a go kart that we fixed up. We put a lawnmower engine in a in a little go kart frame. Whip around the neighborhood. It was pretty cool. Not bad. So, did you grow up in Chicago? Yes, I did. Born and raised, or just born, born? my whole life. I was born in Rush Presbyterian St. Luke's. It's now called Rush Hospital. It's at Ashland and Roosevelt. Yeah. I was born there. Uh, growing up, it was just me and my ma north. Then we moved. We were by Taylor Street. I know what I said. And then we moved to 58th over here, 58th and Whipple. Then we moved to Evergreen. Uh, oh, yeah. So Evergreen's like Kedzie. So born and raised in Chicago, what is your most out, like, favorite part of Chicago to visit? My favorite part of Chicago yeah. to visit? Um, man. I mean, what, give me more context, like place to go eat, place like, to go, like a tourist attraction. What do you yeah, mean? tourist attractions. Like you just, you born and raised here, so you're not like a tourist. But just in case you want to be a tourist one day, I'm gonna be honest. Visit. With you, I hate. I don't. I, I hate downtown. Why? I can't stand it. Too much. Too many people. Too many people. Too much going on. I mean, it's always something going on in downtown. Like, yeah, I, I understand. I want nothing going on. <laughs> Everybody, leave me alone. Give me a little space. That's why I like the South Side. Right. You go. I I stay in my neighborhood. Man. Like, that's kind of my thing. But I really enjoy Chicago's culture, Chicago's architecture, the river. There's a kayak tour you could do, right? Where you can take kayaks or little boats with oars, right? Yeah. And you kayak the Chicago River. And you could, it's a very, it's a beautiful way. It's a beautiful way to see the city. You know what I mean? Like, it's really nice. Kayaking on the Calm River seems like a time to be in. So yeah, it's pretty cool. You say you don't like downtown and no, all the I stuff they got going down. down there. So what about Lollapalooza? Lollapalooza, you can keep that. <laughs> well, it's one of the big music festivals in Chicago, right. and I would love See, it. I'd rather I would rather a small music festival with a guy I like with a guitar or whoever <laughs> with thirty people there than small crowd like three million people eating Molly and doing whatever drugs. And yeah, you know, I'm not into that. <clears throat> Molly is. And be able to like where you could actually order a drink. There's not people all around. I can't stand it. Yeah. I like room, uh, space. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. And I just gotta say that Lion Palooza actually shuts down some of the skate parks downtown, so I'm not a fan of it neither. So on that note, you've been to Mexico, right? I have many times. So too many times. What's one thing you can remember from Mexico? Yep. Uh, I mean, definitely scuba diving. That's my Ooh, thing. You went scuba diving. I remember that. I actually seen a video on that. That was actually a great video. Yeah. And I hope to go someday. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I could I could I could train you out. That's that's a fun fact. I'm so a, I'm a dive a dive master is my actual So title. you're the master out here, right? Oh so my God. what is something you should worry about when you scuba dive for the first time? Safety. Safety, safety. People all talk about sharks and all yeah. that. It ain't it's not like that. It's more the science behind it. So the deeper you are and the more pressure that's on your body, the more nitrogen bubbles build up in your bloodstream, right? It's kind of like a can of pop or a bottle a bottle of Pepsi, right? Yeah. If you're open the bottle, you shake it up, right? Yeah. And you twist it off, right? It's all going to pop. Yeah. If you slowly open it and it let it seep out, yeah. 
you can open it safely without it spilling all over, right? Same thing with your blood. So all those nitrogen bubbles in your blood, if you just shoot up to the surface, you, you will explode. Your inside, your lungs will pop, your blood will, will turn on you, you'll, you'll get the bends, you'll die, right? Potentially. Of course. If you understand the science behind scuba diving, what right. depth you were at the length of time, and uh, you have to do what's called a surface, uh, uh, sorry, a surface, a... Um, Decompression? No, this is. Jeez, why why am I drawing a blank here, Xavier? I'm so sorry. <laughs> so uh, um, safety stop. Jeez. Yeah. So you come up. If you're at 60 feet, you have to do a 15 foot safety stop for five minutes. While you're at that level, all those nitrogen bubbles get out of your blood, and then you can surface safely. Things like that are way more scary than ooh a shark. Yeah. Sharks don't want to even look at you. Right. But if you mess up, if you freak out up here in your head. You could you could, you could die like it's dangerous. So. I wouldn't want to. Ex- I would rather get attacked by a shark than have my entire explode. Yeah, right. I mean, it's not. A, it doesn't doesn't sound cool. Right, but then there is on the other hand, from the not science part, what about the the living part, like the wildlife down there? It's it's amazing. Right, you see all types of fish, and not everything, different types yeah. of sea animals. Yeah, so all kinds of crazy stuff. You run into a like a memorable sea animal down there. Yeah, like what what was it? I mean, sharks are pretty sweet to see. Right. Octopus are my personal favorite. Octopus are crazy. They're not only do they, do they change colors of their skin, right. they change the texture of their skin. So if they land on this desk, they'll not only turn brown, but they'll turn smooth. If they go on something rocky, they'll turn rocky. You know what that's, I mean? It's pretty cool. So they're cool. Seahorses are cool. Manta ray, eagle ray, sea turtle, uh, dolphins. A pot of dolphins once came up, swam around us a few times, and then swam off into the sea. It was, it was crazy. That was cool. Um, you know, yeah. all kinds of cool. Well, I like this. Why well, like the main animals we like? We can't keep them. I just uh, want to touch well, on that because yeah, yeah, like, I, I didn't know if this yeah, was the one. Well, My bad, dude. I thought we uh, can't keep some of them animals because I mean, not even that. It's like if you try to if you live in a city, you try to keep a tiger. I mean, you can't really do much. You're in the city. You around a bunch so of other people. It's, it's not only for the animal safety; it's for people's safety as well. Plus. If you allow people to like keep exotic pets, in order for them to get those exotic pets, poachers or hunters have to go capture those animals from the wild, and it'll it's, it's it'll ruin the population because it's, everybody wants a tiger, right? I mean, everybody out there wants a tiger. All the tigers will get scooped up, and now there's no more tigers in the wild, right? So it's dangerous for the animal population. Actually, tigers are going on. Yeah, like, they're already like they're dropping below. Yeah. Or something. There's a couple animals that's dropping below the extinction level because of poachers. Like what about like why we can't have a monkey in the city? That's for that reason exactly. Yeah, they'll, they'll because they would they would they would hunt they would capture all the monkeys and it would it would interfere with their natural wildlife Say if, like, way of life. You know? If we start getting exotic animals, boom, poachers have to let away just take them all at once and just give them off. They sell them. They I feel like if they we get the right away to have like a monkey, all the poachers would go out all to the monkey habitat and just take them all at once and sell them off. And leave none for the environment. Um, that's crazy. I want a monkey. I always wanted one, but monkeys, unlike dogs, cannot control their bowels. Meaning, yeah, you will have little monkey poops all over your house if you don't put a diaper on them like eight times a day. I'm not trying to change diapers on a monkey. I'm not And then you got to pull the tail through a little hole. Like, I'm not doing it. You're like, I know, even when you get rich, you can't even have a monkey. Or like you, now, that's not true. You can get a exotic wildlife 
handler certification. Like yeah. you can go through a class and become like a monkey handler and get a monkey. I'm sure there's a lot of hoops you got to jump through. I don't know what they are, but yeah, I would think so because like Chris Brown, right? He yeah. got super Like, see, like he's probably yeah, he's probably got three more monkeys in his front row. <laughs> and in the yeah. backyard, you got three more monkeys yeah. hanging around. And also, I actually in Costa Rica, what? I went to a wildlife preserve and got to hold baby monkeys, and it was the coolest thing ever. This big, and they were just crawling all over. Super cool. Yeah, they're curious. Yeah. I feel like monkey. All right, so I'm touching on monkeys. Do you think they evolved or? To humans back in the day? Do or? I believe in evolution? Is that yeah. what you're asking? I don't know. Anyone that tells you that they do know is a liar. <laughs> so I don't know. That's all. That's, a, that's that whole faith thing. You know, hey. like, that's whatever it is to you, man. Hey. So before we wrap up, I want to talk about music. Ah. Knowing you, you're an old type of guy. You listen to music, Frank Sinatra, and other Most guys not. like that. Yeah, so. yeah. Frank gets my mind right. So you <laughs> got to hit the reset button on the day. You know right. I mean? So touching on that, what type of what other music do you like? Like you like rock music, pop, country. Uh, I honestly, I have a very wide like. I, I like everything. There's not yeah. much stuff I don't like. Like dubstep. No, see, that's a perfect example of stuff that I don't like. <laughs> if it sounds like '90s dial-up networking, now you guys don't know about that. But when I was young, oh, when the internet first came out, you had to someone had to, you had to get off all the phones. No one could yeah. be on the phone, and you'd go on and go, <laughs> and that was like for real. The sound your, your computer would make when it was trying to connect to online. Jeez. That's what that dubstep crap sounds like <laughs> to me. I can't stand that. But everything else, honestly, everything from like jazz, blues, Look. classic rock, like rap, all the stuff you guys listen to. Some of it's all right. I think it's <laughs> it's like all the all the uh, out of tune. Yeah, I don't like that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Right, out of tune. Uh, but some of the some of it's all right. I like you know even country. I used to hate country. My wife likes country. Uh, country's kind of growing on me. It's not that bad. Not bad at all. So, so I just I appreciate music and musicians. If you can pick up a, a, an instrument and play it well, I got a lot of respect for you. Because nowadays everybody everything's on a laptop, you know. Yeah, DJ so people that can laptops. like get on a piano and hit the keys. Like I, I have a lot of respect for that. All right. So this generation music, twenty twenty rap music. How do you feel? Um, I think it is. There's all kinds of talented people out there, but I think the culture has shifted where I lyrics aren't what they used to be. Yeah. The message isn't what it used to be. Now it's all about hoes and bros and cars and clothes. And it's yeah. like, you know, give me a break, man. Give me a story. Give me a story. Give me a message. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it used to be deeper and it meant something. And there was yeah. a movement behind it and I could, I could buy into it. Now it's like, you know. Yeah, going back just a into bunch like of corn the, balls on the like I'm not into that. Going back into the the, the back ages where Tupac, they he had a very he had a lot of, a lot of songs with a very strong message. Yeah, and incredibly strong message. Look at these music today, you barely you barely understand the message. But that isn't to say they don't sound good. Right. You know what I mean? Some yeah. of them really got there's some hits out there. So sure. like for one for example, what's one hit that actually caught your ear? A current one or an old one? Yeah, you don't matter. Current old. Anything by DJ Ban. Which we have here in the studio, DJ Ban. DJ Ban's busy. Get in here, DJ Ban. <laughs> so, where you get your name from? DJ Ban. That's a good question. I'd like to know that as well. Man, that's that's a short story. Um I used to be DJ Red <laughs> with two D's. Rig? Red, R E D D. Red. Yeah, he's called me Dirty Red. Okay, got it. Got but, um, it. Dirty Red. <laughs> but uh, 
I was I didn't like hearing my name on commercials, DJing teeny bopper parties, like high school juke jams. Yeah. And I really wanted to DJ the clubs. Yeah. And so uh, one of my mentors, DJ um, Bulu Master, he, uh, I always said, by any means necessary. And so he said, that's your name. And I changed it to BAM, B-A-M-N, by any means necessary. Well, never that's thought of that. Yeah. I like that. That's a good short story. I like that. <laughs> By any means necessary. Well, thank you, DJ Bam, for sharing that story with us. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap it up here and speak out loud with Frank Adamitis and DJ Bam and our wonderful student, Mr. Wishner. Good turn. Say your name. Mario, Yeah, we've been doing this for the last 20 minutes. With Marianne Stevenson. Thank you. I know we got it.